When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hump Day, my talkers. Thanks so much for joining us on this Wednesday. It's after 5 o'clock, and Lori and Julia. In this to our evening here on My Talk 1071. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. All right, we're gonna make somebody happy. 651-641-1071. If you are a Kesha fan, be caller number five. She is going to be playing at Mystic Lake Casino on Sunday, November 12th. This will be a great show. Oh take uh, whoever your musical worthy friend is. Kesha's amazing, amazing. and to see a show at Mystic will be she super o- fun. She opened for Pitbull. Oh, at, at one the of fair? my, uh, Mike, I'm a pit bull. Oh, I, sure. I've seen him like six times. I got to Bay. I just love him. Yeah. But she opened for him. That was that was a super fun um, double bill, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like you got your you got your totally. money. And She's I wonder got... was that outside at Mystic? I'm, I feel like I don't. That's such a fun place to see. Outside, outside yeah. yeah. Inside, inside or is, outside, yeah. It's great. So anyway, those tickets I think are on sale at Mystic too. If you want to go see yes. Kesha next November, and it tomorrow is- we'll be broadcasting live at Alberito Mercado in West St. Paul, and we'll be giving uh, on the phone the Kesha tickets. But in person, if you come and see us in person, we're giving away a pair of Sam Smith tickets and. His date is, I want to say, August. It's a Sunday night at the Excel. Julia, if I go to this show, it means I will have gone to Pink, the Blues Fest, and Sam Smith all in a row. I'm going to tell you the date days in a row. August 16th, Wednesday, August 16th. Yeah, Yeah, all right. I have a couple days to rest. That's July, honey. 30th. 27th. 30th. Is it 30th? And then you have Pink the 5th. Oh, yeah. No, further ahead, the 12th. Okay. And then Sam Smith is the 16th. Who else is in there? You have a lot. Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. The Cure. I thought, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's It's a a lot lot being you. It's it's so fun. It's a lot being you. I really am wondering if I'm going to get tired. Well, I I think so. (laughs) I think you will be a little bit tired. Maybe, maybe I will. I but I feel always very energized by going to my concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like even even going by myself, you know, to Shania and Janet Jackson, in a manner of speaking, was super fun. Okay, I got to ask you something. Yeah. about Janet Jackson. So um, fans are continuing to freak out. When she kisses the dancer. When she kisses the dancer. Oh, it's so good. Fans are not freaking out. You think there's a little... People are loving it. They cheer. A concert mance? A co-mance going on? All we know. But it's... Janet is just showing it. Remember one of the things... I mean, so we've grown up with Janet Jackson. but I mean, when she got sexy, it felt so empowering because it was like... 
yeah, when you finally like kind of get to be in your 30s, you really do grab a hold of your sexuality in yes. a far stronger, powerful way that should be celebrated. And she just celebrated it. And so there she is. I mean, she's. Yeah, she there's a little there's a little maybe a little grabby, maybe a gentle cupping of the hand. I know, but do you think that they're having an, a, a little I don't know and I don't care and I kind of hope so all at the same time. As a fan that was there, <laughs> we loved it. I don't care. It was received. I don't know. And I kind of hope so. Yeah. Slurp, suck and swallow is That's what I right. say. That's right. That's basically That's it. my response to everything. Yeah, I was, from the show a couple days ago, Mike. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was wondering what I missed. Yeah, I was just taking some of his information. Yeah, yeah. Shots. shots way back before we even knew what they were. Sure, if you're unsure what to do, that's the mantra. Mm. She said, "Here's what you do: you slurp, suck, and swallow." And there I'm like, you go. I've never forgotten it. Yeah, I. It's a great. If I'd only learned that at a younger age, <laughs> oh, you're so bad. Okay, she's sick. You already who, know. Who now, won? Uh, Jessica won. She's heading to the show. Is she psyched? She is super pumped. Yes. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. I, that was neat. These are easy wins. You just call. They're making you finish the lyric. I mean, that is. Um, yeah, I, I met a lady the other day, and she goes. Oh, I used to listen to you and Julie all the oh, time, yeah. and I haven't listened to you for a while. And I just looked at her, and I said, what is wrong with you? Do you know how much you have missed? Do you know saying? the sex things that you have missed? Do you know that you're not keeping up on stuff? That, I mean, What did she say? She said, well, yeah, I have missed it. And seeing you now is making me realize it. I'm like, oh, they've got to put the billboards back up. <laughs> Bet you she doesn't know you got to slurp, suck, and swallow. Exactly. Oh my gosh, you're too funny. All right, so I thought that this was really kind of fun because years ago, Lori admitted to me she shaved her face. Oh, yes. We the, had, go, the triangle on my face. Right, from the goatee. My, from my, right around here. Okay. I, I'm a blonde, hairy yak. I'm Norwegian. Yes. I, I take a spray tan well because I have so much hair on my body, but it's, 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 it's hair and it's light, mm-hmm. but as you get older, you know, you get maybe more color in what used to be white hair. And oh. I just realized it was sometimes my makeup collected in the side oh, of my little yak mm-hmm. mustache. And so, uh, someone, a, a girl, it was a listener, a yeah. listener of ours that we met at the Oak Room years ago told us she shaved, shaved. And, and then I started shaving. Yes. And, and I had shaving fears because a friend of mine, like after oh, college, it'll grow back twice as thick. I, get a beard. I saw her mustache, and I thought, well, yeah, maybe it does in some people. But, yeah, but now I'm, I'm a shaver, and um, shaving we, is a good. And I just got dermaplane today at at Crutchfield, mm-hmm. and dermaplaning is where they take basically it looks like a straight edge razor, and they go up against the grain of your hair, and they take off all. The little baby fine hair around your forehead, on the sides of your cheeks, uh, all around your mouth. In fact, when she put on the special light, she said, I mean, this is why when I read this story last night, Eva Mendez, Mendez. who admitted to shaving because she said, she said, if I get the chills, I get hair because she's, uh, you know, uh, yeah, so darker haired Mm -hmm. and, and. But the fact she says she shaves and does dermaplaning. She doesn't both. I, so, 
So, so do we, Julia. So we have something in common yes. with Ava Mendez besides our extraordinary love of turbans. It, yeah, and she just basically said, I mean, because we do. We're shavers. And I think more women, you know, maybe shave but, and they're just embarrassed, like, to talk about it. But summer is here. We're outside. Sunlight shows hair. I almost died at a big one I saw the other day, just kind of hanging out there, just a long random and i'm like okay you married a man your age so see. his eyesight is this is, one, this is one good reason for dating in your age Don't range you remember though your eyes go at the same time <laughs> i remember looking when we were younger you know oh i will still just yesterday yeah at people's eyebrows and i think can't they see how many of those are off yeah and i would think i literally found went, Mine are all yeah. You've got all over the place. You've and got thought, little bull horns. And I thought, and I used to think, you know, when women would put in their lipstick, kind of funny because they can't really see. And I thought, I do all this now. Yeah, no, you're gonna need um, <laughs> a friend in in maybe no, the nursing Sophia, home. My niece, niece, yeah, Casey's daughter will take care of my shaving needs. But I, I do think electrolysis to. is right around the corner from my face because I do think I've gotten. Oh no, I'm saving my money for bigger things. No, that I'm not is not that expensive. Not, but, Julia, but you're blonde. I'm I blonde. am Italian. Yeah, I don't get a dark mustache. I, I get a white mustache. I'm getting a beard. Yeah, yeah. you're getting a and beard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You and many other women. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, so we just want you to know. You're Blay, look at your father. Look at your father. <laughs> if you want to see what your beard's gonna look like, <laughs> my dad had to spray paint his. So yeah. if I wait long uh, enough, it'll come in gray. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Casey, when we went up. When we went up to the cabin a couple of weeks ago, and Ely, he when he shaved because he knew he wouldn't shave for a couple of days, and he forgot. I never realized how much hair you kind of have right here in the corner of your mouth. It's hard to get oh, as yeah. you age. And I kept going like this. It looked like coffee grounds, but it was <laughs> steel gray hair that he missed on the sides of his on mouth. the sides of his mouth. And so today when I met, she goes. Let me put the, she goes, make a lip. She goes, you really got a hairy, a hairy all around your lip. And I said, I'm a yak. Get it all off. <laughs> you know, you should see my paws. I'm going to be outside <laughs> in sunlight. I'm going to gay parade, gay pride parade. I'm going to be a grandma. I mean, the outside events are coming, honey. They are, but I shave can't believe away. that can last. Mike, do you, how often do you shave your beard? Uh, my beard? I don't know. Uh, not to trim. I, right? Yeah, I trim. Well, I trim this. Yeah, yeah, and then I just shave the under. What side, about your just, head? Because uh, you're a bald man. Almost daily. Yeah, yeah. every few days. When did you so. go bald? Oh my! I That's started so losing. Personal. No, not at all. I started. He, he doesn't care. Yeah, I started losing my hair like when I was nine, eighteen, yeah. nineteen. Okay. Yeah, and it kind of just started receding further and further. But then it, it never really went back too much further. But then it just stopped growing right here. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. middle of my head. So all of a sudden, so I then looked, it looks like bad pubic hair. Exactly. It and looks like bad it looks pubic like a, hair. It looks like a target. I was at the gym one day and I looked and I had to find hairline down here on my forehead, uh-huh. which I was fine with. But then I was like looking at myself in the gym and I put my head down and yeah. all it was was shining on the top oh, because yeah. it was so thin up here. Yeah. So it's just well, bizarre. I mean, you know, is the, it, do the, you have to keep shaving it like every day or? Yeah. I mean, you could you every day, but I, okay. I don't know. Every few days, sometimes I'll let it grow a little bit further, but I mean, that's the beautiful thing mm-hmm. though, about a masculine face, a masculine face, because you guys have these great ridge brow bones, right. your eyes, right. your eyebrows, you know, it, it like, it seems, it looks natural. Sure. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. looks naturally handsome. Even though it's a freak out thing, because I just got a text 
from uh, a 27-year-old nephew who is freaking out about losing his hair. And what should I do? And why did I leave Seattle and not talk to him about this? That's hysterical. I'm like, I was with you for three hours. That's hysterical. You could have brought it up, kid. That's hysterical. I know it. Jump in, do it. But I think, like, he, you know, like, people, like, guys are embarrassed to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know? So I was like, I'll call you. Yeah. We'll discuss your options. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, listen. It's time for the Dirt Alert. And Mike is here. Thank you, Mike, for staying. We'll be right back. Hey, gang. It's Lori and Julie here for First Equity Mortgage. Absolutely, absolutely love working with David. I think it's testimonial time, Lori. It is. Let me find one, Julia. We have a whole stack We literally that we have just a folder got. of them. This is from Holly. Derek okay. was amazing. I started looking at houses at the beginning of the month. She I don't have the month. And sure. then closed, though. She closed in three and a half weeks. Isn't that amazing? Everything went super smooth. Oh, this was over the holidays. Okay. And it was such a short period of time. And I was really surprised because it was over the December holidays and to January 2nd. She's like, who would ever think you could get something closed? But if you are on a pressing time thing, they make it their pressing time table. Absolutely. First Equity always, always follows through answers every question they're local in our community they know what's going on you're going to love a keyword david at my talk this is a my talk dirt alert all right mike where, where are we starting with our dirt pile today we're gonna to head to the east coast where they're dealing with a whole different situation have you seen the skies in new york right now it looks like apocalyptic guys Mars. Unbelievable. They're describing it as nicotine yellow skies. And of course, this is all from the smoke that is rolling in from the Canadian wildfires that continue. And uh, basically, it's become such an issue that it's postponing, canceling, and causing lots of uh, uh, problems. New York City Mayor Eric Adams tells the entire city to stay indoors to avoid the nicotine yellow toxic Canadian wildfire smoke as New York City air pollution becomes worse on Earth. Uh, the worst on Earth, I should say. Thousands uh, across Northeast oh are gosh, wearing COVID masks once again right. to avoid the issue. They're saying it's the worst since the 80s. No, it's, it's, it's worse like, than Delhi, India. Wow, or um, what's the other big city in uh, Beijing Yeah, in China right. where everyone wears masks as a daily wow. thing? This is from a Canadian wildfire. Yeah, and we, we started hearing about this yesterday because they were yes. saying if you'd spend like 24 hours outside, it's the equivalent of smoking six cigarettes. Wow. That is one of the reports that uh, they've been talking about and been seeing. And I mentioned it's causing a bunch of issues, including... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The fact tonight's Yankees game has been just canceled. They had to stop it because they started showing. I started seeing some people go on Twitter and saying, hey, getting ready for the game. And it is just, it's yellow. It's a wow. yellow haze. You got to go look online, yeah. you guys, to see the pictures. It's I, You've never seen anything like that. Yeah, so it is uh, It is awful. It's causing uh, the zoos to close. It's causing uh, school recess to be canceled. It's also uh, giving some other uh, events uh, some pause here. And first off, well, the Governor's Ball is actually scheduled to be happening on uh, this coming weekend, the 9th through the 11th. Uh-oh. And they said uh, for you know headliners like Lizzo is going to be a part of this, Little Nas X, uh, Kendrick Lamar, there's a bunch of uh, things. They're going to be keeping an eye on it, says officials. So they haven't made a determination quite yet. But they are very, very much watching the air quality uh, problems, especially for an event like this. So it's yeah. supposed to be it's, happening it's, in Queens. The pictures are unbelievable. Well, yeah. what I mean, this must be a hell of a fire. Yeah. And it's been, and again, we've been talking about this affecting art. Yeah, we've been, because I remember it was last week when you you just had that haze all week long. Mm -hmm. It was sunny. There were no clouds in the sky, but you had that like little haze. That was us dealing with that last week, maybe even the week before. So it's been happening for a long time. So, and this also popped up because uh, Jodie Comer, uh, she's got her uh, one person uh, Broadway show going on right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Prima uh, Facie is the, uh, the show. She left the performance after 10 minutes today. Wow. Keep keep in mind, this is a one-person, one-woman Broadway play. And basically, eyewitnesses say uh, Comer came out and told the audience, I can't breathe because the air is so bad. And a stage manager came and helped her off the stage about 10 minutes into the matinee performance. The show did resume after Comer's understudy took over. But uh, just... Ten minutes delay in the mix there until they could get someone to uh, replace her. But some that's that's pretty bad. That's for an indoor event. Yeah, for something happening inside. Well, I mean, so. if they're telling everyone to stay home and if yeah. you go outside to wear a mask. Yeah. Just imagine. I got some friends going out there in a week. I sure hope this is taken care well, of before then. Well, I mean, this would affect like Fire Island, yeah. Long yes, Island, absolutely. affecting that whole that mm-hmm. whole area, and everybody is you know going to you know out to the beach. Sure, and, yep, that yep. is. That's a lot. It is. And again, if you haven't seen the pictures, as Julia said, definitely take the time to look. It is uh, shocking the first time you you see that. Um, Tom Holland is opening up a little bit about the uh, fact that for the first time in his career, he's... uh, Taken on the role of an actor slash producer on a on a on a show, and that show is the new Apple TV Plus crime thriller, The Crowded Room. And as a result, it took took so much out of him, not only being a producer but also the role he played. He's going to be taking a year off of Hollywood. He's going to be yeah. taking he, taking a year off. This is uh, what's his name did that our cute uh, guy that used to be with Emma Stone, Andrew Garfield. Sure, yep. He, he announced that. I'm, yeah. Well, he's probably just been working nonstop back to back. Another Spider Man. The role yeah. was another so, Spider Man. But the right. role is so dark in this oh. Apple Plus mm-hmm. series that comes out in June, June 9th, which we are in June, I believe. Yeah. 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 Crowded it, room. It was so so dark for him. He had a hard time. Kind this, of getting out of it. Yeah, for those those who don't know, in the show he actually plays uh, Danny Sullivan, which is a, a show that's based on the real crimes of Billy Milligan. Now, Billy Milligan is one of the, or actually the first person to ever use dissociative identity disorder 
to get off of a murder murder charge after a very heinous set of crimes that took place on a a university campus. And he, that was that a split personality. Is that your yes? Yep. Exactly. The name of it is. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Billy Milligan was diagnosed with that and then again, used that to, uh, to basically be, I wonder if this is going to be a good show. I mean, Amanda Seyfried is in it. I'm curious to watch it. I think of that, um, one with, um, Taryn Egerton, and it was the real life story of that serial killer, Black. Yeah. We liked that though. That was a we great liked show. That. I think it was called Blackbird. And it, the, yeah, did you see that? Mike? I did not see oh, that one. No. So oh, good. so good. That was like ama- incredible. So if, but, if the story is you know good, and why we're fascinated with this true crime stuff, yeah. I don't know. But and this uh, this story actually, we talked about this, or I mean, I, this was in the news like five ish to seven years mm-hmm. ago when Leo was so committed to getting this story and playing this character. Oh, so we really? actually talked about Leonardo DiCaprio playing this character, wow. playing this role, and there was always talk of a James Cameron movie about this story and both of them kind of fell off at, over time and it just never kind of came together and didn't the, work out for either of them and the guy who wrote this book whatever it's called billy milligan or yeah. whatever but the, the the guy who wrote this book based on this crime also wrote the screenplay for a beautiful mind got it you're okay. right wow. you're right and you were right Lori. the name of that show was blackbird okay and it was on apple plus tv and i don't know Mike, what you like to watch, but this was a great mini series. Love it. Yeah. Great limited great series. Kinnear. And yeah, what's pa- his name? One like a Golden Globe and an it Emmy. Was, that was one Black- kid. Oh, his name was Paul Walter Hauser. Paul Walter. It was okay. really good. And he starred in Clint Eastwood's movie about the Atlanta bombing. Yeah. You know, that happened. Yeah. About sure. That, yep. That's Melissa Jewel, McCarthy. Richard yep. Jewell. Yes. Richard Jewell. Yep. He played Richard Jewell. He's a, he's a terrific he actor. He really is. And That's it. That's Quite. a good deep cut for people and to I watch. And I think Ray Liotta is in this. Blackbird. You're right. He was. That well, is. A- this is his last TV appearance. Okay. Gotcha. Ray Liotta. Yeah, and uh, Tom Holland had these this long hair during the filming yeah. of this, and he says when he came home at times, I don't, he didn't specifically say anything about Zendaya at the time, but he he just mentioned he's like, I love ones with the, I wouldn't just shave my head. I wanted to rip my hair out because I was so just disturbed by playing this person yeah. that when I looked at myself in the mirror and I couldn't realize who I was. Now either that's just really good sales, I don't know, but uh, that no, is what he talked about after you this. You know, but anytime people play disturbing people, yeah. Yeah. that will that is a natural mm-hmm. thing, Paul. That Paul Walker talked about yeah. that playing this guy, yes. he was simple minded, but yet a cunning okay. serial killer. But at the same time, and he talked in interviews about how, you know, he it was hard to shake off that character, yeah. that essence. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to watch the crowd going room. home with Julia every night. We're like, quit following me. <laughs> <laughs> Go somewhere else. What's happening with the traffic? Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction, your hometown experts for over 30 years when it comes to exterior home facelifts like siding, roofing, windows, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, back in the day, Mike and the Hoffman Weber Show was here on Sundays on My Talk for years, and now I get to talk about them every day, and I'm so excited about this. And the coolest thing about Hoffman Weber Construction is they're just like My Talk. They value their employees and their customers, and they really give back to the community. Now, also, I want to point out that whenever they're dealing with any type of sale or fix to your home, they don't pressure you in a high 
pressure, one stop closed sale. They walk you through the entire process because they know this is a big decision for you. And they even have a nice showroom right in New Brighton after 35W that you can take your kids and your dog to and get a good idea of what these new adjustments to your home will look like. Again, they're not going to pressure you in a high pressure sale. They're going to walk you from start to finish. They'll handle all the insurance problems and situations that you don't want to handle. And if you want their help, reach out to Jason and the sales team at hwconstruction.com. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Okay, so the vintage scandal just loved so much reading Drew Barrymore's delightful um, conversation she had with uh, New York Magazine. It just in it was just it was a great great interview. But the big takeaway that came away from the interview that made the headlines and Drew issued an Instagram story is that. For getting clicks, Drew Barrymore wishes that her mother were dead. And it was taken out of context and made into that. So she was, you know, just said, I would never wish my mother dead, you know, blah. And she, um, you know, said all, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I read her book, Wildflower, and which was a, really, I quite enjoyed reading that as a memoir. And it was kind of like, stories different just she just told it in a a Mm -hmm. unique way but at the end of her book she dedicates the book to her mom and her dad but it got me thinking if you were to pitch a movie to hollywood and you and the pitch was i'm going to tell you this Mm -hmm. drew barrymore's life no one would believe you because it's it's so Wild, and you know she, she comes from an acting family that goes four hundred years back, the Barrymores. Mm-hmm. Okay, all the way to England. I mean, she is from acting, acting royalty. Royalty, and her it's 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 kind of amazing. She was in an ad by the time she was eleven, but her parents, you know, who like who are her mom? And dad, uh, because like her life story, if you were to just read it, you wouldn't believe it. You're you've got a baby girl born in an acting dynasty. She's put to work in a dog food commercial at the age of eleven. At seven, she's a film star pouring Bailey's over her ice cream, going on Johnny Carson and flirting with him. At nine, she's smoking cigarettes. And going to Studio 54 four or five nights a week for a year and a half with her mom develops a drinking and cocaine yep, yep, problem yep, yep. and is a full cocaine addict at 12 years old at 13. Uh, and she goes to two rehabs at 13. She cuts her wrist. She's put in a, a mental institution for 13 months. And at 14, she's legally emancipated emancipated from her parents. And for three years, Hollywood laughed at her and she cleaned houses uh, to make money. Mm-hmm. So she's from 14 to 17, you would just say, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's not a believable story. But that is what Drew Barrymore's uh, life was like. So who are her parents? So her father was American actor John Drew Barrymore. And he married this aspiring actress who was born um, in a displaced persons camp in West Germany to Hungarian World War II refugees. So 
Her name was Ildiko Jade Mako. So J-A-I-D. And so when she ended up coming to the United States, she just used Jade because I-L-D-I-K-O with the thing over the O. No one knows how to pronounce it. So they were like, you're going to be Jade. So they met and they got married. And they were married from 71 to 84, Drew's parents. But Drew was nine when they divorced. So, okay. you know, when she got the dog food commercial, she was in a diaper commercial. She was a working baby. Yes. She was nine months old. Okay. Yeah. And on Drew's father's side of the family, all of her great grandparents, her grandparents were actor. And out of her three older half siblings through her father, her brother, John, Blythe Barrymore is an actor. So it total sense that she is there. But Drew's father struggled with addiction throughout his whole life. He was sent to prison for possession of drugs after a a car crash in 67. And then he crashed another car under the influence in 69. By the mid-70s, he wasn't getting cast. And Drew's mom eventually kicked him out of the house because of his drug addiction. And he remained estranged from his children and at the end of his life, Drew moved her father near her home. His health had been declining, and she paid his medical bills and hospice. And then he died from cancer at age 72 in 2004. Okay. But at the end of Wildflowers, she thanks her father for, even though you were the most unreliable father in the world, I got my wondering sense of wildness and wonder from you, and I thank you. So uh, uh, she's always just said, you know, I get his wildness and his wonder. I get that from my dad. So, you know, but he's gone. And so her mom, Jade, she has the complicated relationship, which is the one that got misconstrued in this article where she was talking about how with these other two actors who'd written memoirs about Brooke Shields and Jenny McCurdy. Is that her name? Jane yes, McCurdy? yes. Um, their moms are gone. And so they can, you don't feel disloyal. When you say, I'm, I'm you glad my mom the dirty is laundry. dead. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what Jenny, I'm glad my yes. mom is dead. Brooke yep. Shields didn't say that, but she also had, and you think, well, Jade, you know, well, how bad, how bad could she be? Because even though Drew Barrymore in her book that came out four or five years ago, Wildflowers, you know, she, and on Mother's Day, she always includes her mom, and she pays for her mom. Sure, of she course, lives. of course. Well, maybe not, of course, when you hear about, um, you know, uh, just how reckless of a mom and dad she did have, but her dad had a heroin addiction, so when Drew's mom kicked him out, it was just her and her mom, and she was nine, and they went to New York, and, you know, when she was cast in... E.T., she was like five or six. Mm-hmm. And Steven Spielberg remembered her Remembered her because she flat out told so many lies and stories when she was trying out for <laughs> Poltergeist. He'd never heard such wild storytelling from a I kid. I loved Poltergeist. And he remembered her and cast her in, in E.T. E.T. But, um, yeah, her mom... Um, her mom took her to uh, Studio 54 when she was nine years old. And 
they went to clubs all the time together. And who does that? Well, it's better than a dog and even better than cocaine because she was adorable and precious. Yes. She's a precocious show kid. and tell. Show and tell. She started smoking. Can you imagine your mom you know taking you to a nightclub and letting you smoke at the age of It reminds of me of Tatum O'Neill's character in Paper Moon. Kind of. Because she was this young kid smoking and driving and doing all this crazy stuff. And in her other book that she wrote, where she talked about that time, that book was called Little Girl Lost. She said, it was like Disneyland for adults, only I got to be a part of it. We pretty much... Went out at least once a week and sometimes up to five times a week. Nothing was never enough for me. And her mom encouraged all of it because she was like a the best wing woman ever. So her mom's having the time of her life. And yes. And doesn't have to get a babysitter. Yes. And just brings her daughter. So she's smoking at nine. She started smoking joints at 10. Studio 54. And um, it was mostly her mom's friends. And then cocaine was everywhere. And so she started doing cocaine. And she said, then my mom realized she'd turned me into a monster. And I went to rehab twice. And then um, extensive rehab. And then she was sober for like six months. And she was like 13. And then she smoked a joint. With a friend, got in a car accident, cracked her head against the window, Ouch. and um, she ended up uh, cutting her wrist. And so her mom put her in a mental institution for 13 months that she could not get out of. And it really saved her life. But when she got 18 out, months, excuse but when me, she, in got 18 out, months, she was so mad at her mom, she emancipated. As she had that, yeah, mm-hmm. she got, she said at the mental institution at the end of my 18 month, and she said, my mom, that was, I think, my mom did it to me. Yep. So she had to take him, at least she did that for me. But yes. the therapist there said to her, if you want to have a healthy life, you have to break it off with your mom and emancipate yourself. As an adult. And yeah. she's like, I don't know how to do this. And they're right. like, look at all this stuff you've already done. You've already survived. Right. And so she was emancipated as an adult at 14 from her mom. Mm-hmm. And she just said, you know, I needed that place. And then, um, you know, she, Jade is alive and, you know, somewhere. Uh, she doesn't say where. And she has limited contact with her granddaughters, but, um, you know, at least her mom has a place to live and everything. But And she was an actress, you know, but she, I think, also had her own addiction problems. It sounds like it. As well. But her story could be a movie. And she thought she'd been unemployed for like 10 years, but it was three years before she got an acting job. But she said people in Hollywood just laughed at her. They're like, you're washed up. Kid actor, you're not going to wow. be anything. Yeah. And she got never been kissed. Yeah, I know. Josie Grossy. Josie Grossy, <laughs> which is such a great. Okay, that's so, that's a good story. Yeah, Thank her you. life is something yeah. else. Wow. All right, listen, we'll be right back. Carrie, we always love to tell you get to the airport early and enjoy yourself before you go. And a couple tips about taking the stress out of traveling right now. MSPAirport.com is your resource for all the information. How full are the parking lots? 
Where can I eat in each terminals? Where can I shop in the terminals? What's the waiting What's time? For the, getting through TSA. Mm-hmm. How And on the, the um, MSPAirport.com, you can pre-book your parking. And you can do it up to 12 hours before you arrive. And you will get a QR code. You will be guaranteed that you get a spot. And there's different lots that you can do it in. And you save $2 a day by doing that in advance, which is so smart. Well, and the quick ride ramp, which is on Post Road and Highway 5, is uh, even less money than it that. Is. 24-7, they pick you up right at your car. Right. So, so if families, you have a lot of... long trips, lots of luggage, that's where you go. Mm-hmm. MSPAirport.com. Sir, hanging out with us today. Just a reminder that we are broadcasting live tomorrow at El Burrito Mercado on Cesar Chavez. Uh, uh, in St. Paul, right across from downtown St. Paul, and hope that you can get out and join us. They do have a happy hour. Actually, that coincides with our appearance yes. through the six. Plus, we are giving away a pair of Sam tickets there. Sam Smith oh, tickets. Oh, what I call them? Sam, Sam tickets? tickets? You know, oh, Sam Smith, he's going to be there too. Yeah. Um, and we'd love to see you, so that's kind of fun. Okay, so I was And then of, we're also um, our Kesha. Oh, yeah, but that's for everybody who listens, Everybody's whether you listening. show up or not. Can we, before we get to yes. anything else, yes. can we please talk about the gossip of uh, the, 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 the really recent CEO, president oh. of CNN, getting canned, getting fired a mere three days after he did a lot of complaining and explaining in a very long Atlantic expose where he just put his foot in his mouth one toe at a time. He gave a journalist unprecedented access to him for, what, two months? Yeah, unlimited access. Unlimited Mm -hmm. access Like they went and traveled on the train together. Oh, yeah. For two months. Mm -hmm. And he's brand new in this job, relatively. Mm -hmm. But he thought this journalist would show how great he is and how great of a a leader he is. Tell us what happened. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He, he, he got... I was reading that on Monday at the airport, and I was thinking to myself, holy crap. I can't believe this guy is, is, is saying all this stuff. Just he's new. No, he job. isn't new. That, he is. He. I found out from watching Jason's show today. He turned around CBS Morning News. Okay. He turned around another. He's the one who started Morning Joe, <clears throat> which is a morning cable. Right. I was just saying he was new to CNN, but you're right. Yes. So he's a turnaround guy. Yes. Okay. And the, I guess the PR team wasn't for this, tried to talk him out of it. Then when they couldn't talk him out of it, this is always, you know, when you got an A-hole for a boss, when they don't listen to the people who are in charge of a specific part of the company. All those people, those senior PR, those execs, said, yep. they're all out of a job. They were all packing their desks yesterday, okay, too. That's hmm The senior vice president of communications, another EVP of global communications. And it's like, isn't that just like an arrogant CEO not to listen to his people? Hey, we don't think it's a good idea to let somebody in on our inside baseball on this turnaround ship. Cause then you're going to look like you're complaining. No matter what you talk about. Right. So he's out, you know, and, but you know what? He hasn't done what he's done over at CNN. Not impressed. They're losing they're, People they're, right left, right? They're hemorrhaging. Right? Yeah, it's been struggles. Ratings have been a struggle. They've tried to reinvent kind of how they're giving the news and 
people are standing up and moving around and doing all these things, and it's like it's not. The and then to not Sorry. read the room and have a yeah. Donald Trump town hall after yeah. all of you know what I mean? Everything it was just like it was right after the, he re- lost the case. Yes, that. he lost yeah. the case. The mm-hmm. e. Jean, they had a perfect reason to cancel it. The guy couldn't read the room, mm-hmm. and then he, I guess, called individually yesterday. CNN anchors and producers saying, I'm going to earn your trust again. Is he out? They fired him. They right? fired him. Yeah. They fired him. And they fired the. Do you know anything else, Mike? Am I missing? The, the words are hilarious because David Zaslav, of course, he's CEO of Warner Brothers and Discovery now, told staffers during their uh, call today, a regular call that they do, uh, he could no longer, uh, informed according to people that were pre- uh, present there for it, could no longer stay in the role. So it didn't say <laughs> being dismissed or being fired. Yeah. Just you can no longer do that anymore. Yeah, he said so, so he's many offensive, stupid yeah. things. It was yeah. really incredible. Yeah. But anyway, that is that. I want to mention SAG-AFTRA, which is the largest, it's the labor union Mm -hmm. for actors Mm -hmm. and um, in New York and in L.A. And they issued a statement today, a one-sentence statement. They said today, SAG-AFTRA and the, whoever they're negotiating, begin formal negotiations for a new contract. Mm Mm-hmm. With the agreement that neither organization will comment to the media about the negotiations during this process. Yes. And so what they're doing is um, they, SAGAFRA, like the Writers Guild, have an unprecedented 98% say you can strike. That's what happened with the Writers Guild. Same thing. Overwhelming. Yes. So they've got a ton of leverage. And um, this is going to be, they're going to be in three weeks. The studios and um, SAG-AFTRA have three weeks to reach a contract. And the big issues for the actors are, um, along with streaming residuals, AI rights, Mm -hmm. and how does that get dealt with? The cost of self-taped auditions are slated for the bargaining table. So you're going to audition, you have to provide the tape, but you can't even get into it's not like it used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No longer is a headshot work. Okay. Um, and so they are hoping that they get this done, but there will be no comments. Yeah. Well, that says it should be. I guess, no right? comments. Yeah. And we'll, hopefully that'll get done. And maybe the writer's strike, yeah. writer's strike will end. And Real Housewives of Orange County comes back. And Scandaval, Vanderpump Rules. Uh, is tonight. Tonight, part three. Is tonight. Airing on Peacock, unedited tomorrow, if you need even more more disgusting juice to go with your juice. There you go. I think that's so funny. <laughs> you watch that show? I do not. Oh, no, you don't? Do you follow it? I like uh, disgusting You can't juice. not follow it. It's in the news all the time. <laughs> I know. It's so hard to work. First of all, I knew I never liked that guy the minute I saw his white nail polish. <laughs> not because I'm against white nail polish on a guy. Because a guy with that wimpy of a mustache and Tom. white nail polish, it's a real disconnect. It makes me immediately think, playa, playa, playa. I hate that I even know who these people are. Yeah, we, but we you have know so what many saying? juicy stories. No, we're you can for read into a mustache or a look. You know, the white nail polish. You can just get a read on somebody. I'm just like, God, this guy is such a player. I can't believe he had a girlfriend for nine years. Yeah, I, I didn't think he'd been faithful ever. That was you that's know. that's you. So it'll be that'll be happening. Yeah, that'll be, yeah. Um tonight on Netflix, the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Three part um docu uh series is happening. The first one's called The Athlete, the second one's actor, and the third one's America. I think that's gonna be interesting. I think it is too.
Everyone right, have, have a great day. Mike. No problem. Anytime. We'll see everyone tomorrow at El Burrito Mercado.